This is a weekend edition of Bigger Pockets Daily. I'm your host, Tyler. This is the show where we read you a real estate article every day, 365 days a year. Because you can't read the Bigger Pockets blog when you're brushing your teeth or doing the books. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. Breaking a Lease, What Landlords Should Know by Nathan Miller As landlords, we want some amount of tenant stability. After all, tenant turnover is a cash flow killer. Very rarely will we sign a lease for a term of less than one year or allow breaking a lease without an excellent reason. We want the comfort of knowing we don't need to worry about that particular unit. Sometimes, however, tenants want to break their lease or move out before the term expires. The reasons for early termination are quite varied, ranging from, I just don't like it here anymore, to, I lost my job. Sometimes, we explain the hard reality of the lease. Our tenants signed a contract which we expect them to uphold. No, we can't force them to stay, but there will be penalties if they do not get the okay from us to break their lease. When you encounter a renter who wants to break their lease, you have a couple of options. You can, one, say no. This can result in a disgruntled tenant who becomes increasingly difficult to manage and isn't always allowable per state laws. Two, say yes, with the consequence of a lease-breaking fee or upfront rent payments for the remainder of its term, which were hopefully already mentioned in the original lease. 
Both of these scenarios result in a less-than-ideal outcome for your rental property. Either your tenant is frustrated they can't move out, or you are left with a vacant property. What to do when a tenant breaks the lease? Before making your decision, review your state and municipality's landlord-tenant laws. Lease-breaking laws vary, but many areas require you to mitigate damages or find a new tenant. You typically can't collect double rent. If your first tenant's lease ran through May, but they left in February, you can't demand rent for April and May if another tenant is occupying the property. So here's what to do if a tenant wants to ditch. Number one, stick by the lease. You included strong restrictions on breaking a lease in your rental agreement, right? Your early termination clause should outline potential fees you're entitled to if your tenant leaves, such as the remaining rent during the lease term or a flat fee of a month's rent or more. Number two, find a new tenant. If your area requires you to mitigate damages, start hunting for a new renter immediately. Not only does this meet mitigation requirements, but it also helps your bottom line and your anxiety. The faster you find someone new, the less you need to worry. One thing to keep in mind, if you can't find a replacement tenant willing to pay the full original rent, you can charge the lease breaker for the difference. So if your first tenant's rent was $1,500, but the market now only bears $1,250, you can demand $250 per remaining month of the lease from your original renter. Five legitimate reasons to allow breaking a lease. Tenants dealing with hardships might be a different matter. Job loss, for example, may be a good reason to permit breaking a lease. In fact, sometimes you have to allow your tenant to break a lease agreement without consequence. Legal reasons to leave include active military duty, as protected under the Service Members Civil Relief Act, SCRA, and victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, or stalking. Check your state and local landlord-tenant housing laws to learn more about your rights and obligations around lease-breaking and lease assignment policies. How and when you decide to allow your tenants to break their leases will be up to the laws and your own personal opinions and business practices. But here are five times you might consider softening your policies. Number one, military orders. Active duty and reserve military service personnel, such as the National Guard, can be transferred or activated very quickly. If they have to go, there is really nothing you can do, as federal and often state and local laws allow these tenants to break any lease. In fact, you might even be required to hold their property for them so it will be there when they return. Be sure you understand the potential ins and outs of these laws. Number two, job transfers. A job transfer is not the tenant's fault, and it can often be a good thing for their family. Many times, they have very little control over where the new job is located, so there is no reason trying to enforce your contract. It is very unlikely that any sitting judge would actually allow you to do so anyway. As a cautionary measure, it is wise to place a clause in your lease that allows for the lease to be broken due to a job transfer, so long as the transfer is more than 50 or so miles away. After all, you don't want them to move if they are just transferring to another local branch. Number three, job loss. If a tenant loses their job and generally has no prospects of finding replacement income in the near future, it may be best to let them move on. 
you can't wring blood from a stone. If a tenant has no income, your relationship will become more and more strained as resources dry up. Best to sever the relationship early, get your property back, and move on. Number four, extraordinary circumstances. Unfortunately, bad things happen to good tenants. We have had tenants get divorced or diagnosed with cancer or suffer some other type of misfortune. These types of circumstances can cause radical shifts in income and life outlook. Suddenly, rent is not a big deal if you're fighting for your life or trying to survive a bitter breakup. It's best to have a bit of sympathy here and let folks move on. Number five, ultra irritating tenants. Some tenants are a pain in the neck. They seemed like a good fit during the application process, but once they move in, nothing is ever right. Nothing can be fixed. They constantly complain, constantly, and they are late with rent. <laughs> enough is enough. When is that point reached? It's hard to say, but sometimes it's best to say something like, I do not think this is the home you are looking for, as I can't seem to meet your needs. I will be happy to let you out of your lease so you can find something that better fits your needs. They will either move or you will be rid of the problem and they will tone themselves down. Either way, hopefully your problem is solved. Another option, tenant lease assignments. You might consider allowing tenants to reassign their lease in exchange for waiving the fees for lease termination. That means they transfer the rental lease and rental obligation to another tenant. The old tenant will no longer be responsible for paying rent. This can be a fabulous option for real estate investors. A lease assignment means zero vacancy and no turnover time. You don't have to go through the standard move-out procedure one would at the end of a traditional lease. Most residential lease agreements do not automatically include lease assignment language, but you may want to add it to yours. This provides an easy-to-follow process for when you encounter a tenant that wants to break their lease early. How do lease assignments work? The old tenant will be responsible for marketing the property, interviewing tenants, and presenting them to you to complete the rental application and tenant screening process. Most state laws require that you be reasonable when accepting a new tenant for an apartment lease assignment. Reasonable efforts mean working with your old tenant to try and find a qualified tenant. You can't make the process harder on them by delaying your tenant screening process. You do not, however, have to disregard your tenant screening qualifications, such as a minimum credit score for every random family member the tenant finds. <laughs> Remember to run a background check on all your future renters, even lease assignment tenants, and always remember to follow the Federal Fair Housing Act. Lease Assignment versus Sublease In a lease assignment, your old tenant transfers all the lease obligations and contract to a subletter. Once complete, you will not interact with the old tenant. In a sublet, your old tenant is still responsible for sticking to the terms of the original lease. They will collect rent from the subletting tenant and pay you, the landlord. If the new tenant does not pay rent, the old tenant will be responsible for paying the rent. Regardless of sublet or lease assignment, your renter will need to get your approval to move forward with the process, as outlined in the lease agreement. What about the security deposit? The easiest way for a landlord to handle the security deposit during a lease assignment is to let the tenants deal with it. In most cases, the new tenant will pay the old tenant the security deposit directly. 
This goes hand in hand with the lease transfer part of it. The old tenant transfers his security deposit to the new tenant. Check out this language for an assignment of lease provided by UC Berkeley. Assignment of security deposit. Tenant assigns all of his, her interest in the security deposit to assignee and will have no right to request any portion of the security deposit from landlord. Assignee has reimbursed tenant for his, her share of the security deposit. Make sure security deposit transfers for lease assignments are allowed in your state before including this language in your official rental documents. Whatever you decide, keep the lines of communication open and try to maintain a good rapport. Let them know that they can come to you if they need to discuss any situation. Don't get angry. Keep everything professional and businesslike. After all, sometimes breaking a lease is good for both sides. There you have it. You can find a link to that article in the show description. Sometimes the discussions in the comments section are just as insightful as the article itself. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, and don't worry, we've got more shows in the pipeline to get you in the right state of mind going into this next week.